On this episode of Norman's Medical Review, it will be hosted by me, Keith. I'll be covering dermatological conditions that might be seen in the ER and how I would describe them in dermatological terms so you may have a picture or description in mind when you encounter these skin lesions. Let's begin. Number one, hives. Patients with hives present with pruritic edematous plaques called wheels. Dermographism is iconic in this condition and the term is defined by the phenomena of wheels forming at areas of where the skin is irritated or scratched. Number two, herpes zoster virus, also known as shingles. The deletions of herpes zoster virus are described as group vesicles in a dermatomal distribution. Patients with this condition complain of neurological pain called postherpatic neuralgia. Number three, abscesses. Abscesses can be described as nodules that are tender and fluctuant with rubber. And now, here's a question. What's the difference between an abscess and a furuncle? What's the difference between an abscess and a furuncle? Furuncles arise from infected hair follicles, whereas abscesses do not. Number four, cellulitis. Cellulitis is an area of bacterial skin infection. The skin will show rubber, warmth, swelling, or in a dermatological term, induration, and pain. And it may or may not have boule. And since we are on this topic, I would like to mention erysipelas as well. In essence, erysipelas and cellulitis only share a difference in how they could appear clinically. Treatment and management for the two are the same. The lesions of erysipelas have sharply demarcated borders compared to the more indiscreet borders of cellulitis. Erysipelas and cellulitis are most commonly due to Staph aureus or group A strep. And number five, something more recent, monkeypox. The lesions of monkeypox change throughout its stages. The rash starts after one to five days of the onset of a fever that the patient has. And it initially will appear as macules, next into papules, then into vesicles. The lesions then evolve into pustules, then these pustules will crust and scab before finally falling off. Monkeypox lesions are usually first seen in the mucosa, so the mouth or genitalia or the face, then the hands and the feet, and then finally the trunk. So just to repeat, First, macules, then into papules, then into vesicles, then into pustules, before finally crusting and scabbing and falling off. Number six, dermatophytosis of the nails, aka fungal infections of the nails. And this can be seen in clinic when the, when the nails become thickened or irregularly shaped and the crumbling nail plate can be observed. However, fungal infections of the nails cannot be confirmed clinically and must be done through a biopsy of the nail. And number seven, contact dermatitis. Contact dermatitis can have varying appearances due to the etiology, but some common etiologies are contact dermatitis to poison ivy and metals. An allergic contact dermatitis due to poison ivy may have linear erythematous papules and vesicles. Contact dermatitis may appear in geometric shapes 
due to allergies to metals in belts or watches, for example. Therefore, it is vital to gather a strong patient history to figure out the origins of the rash. Number eight, neoplasms such as basal cell carcinoma and squamous cell carcinoma. Squamous cell carcinoma. The skin may have nodules that are hard, may be erythematous or flesh-colored, hyperkeratotic or scaly, but they can also appear as ulcerated papules. Basal cell carcinoma. Therefore, commonly seen appearances of basal cell carcinoma. The first type, the classic nodular type, is the classic pearly semi-translucent papule or nodule with central depression, with telangiectasia, road waxy borders that may have ulceration or crusting. Next, the pigmented type and the skin may have a papule or nodule that may appear blackish or blue with road margins. The next type, the superficial type, can usually be seen as a red scaly patch. And finally, the scarring type can usually be seen as a plaque that is atrophic, pinkish white in color, crusted or eroded. And that just covers all the conditions I wanted to mention in this episode. Remember, your brain is a fertile field. Be careful of what you plant in it. Thanks for listening to Norman's Medical Review. Follow us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and if you're on Apple Podcasts, hit the plus button on the top. Stay tuned for the next episode. Remember to listen and study well. Take care.